Bush and Richie here with another firecracker of a podcast for you. And uh, Richie, if you don't mind, I'm going to start this podcast with a health warning that is repeated later on in the mm-hmm. show they're about to hear. Um, people didn't heed our advice when the show went out about Googling the thing that Richie has got on his face. OK, I see what you're doing here. They went and Googled um, it, they yeah. sent me loads of photos of it, and it was it was awful. I wouldn't... We love you lot, the podcast listeners. If anything, you're a higher class than some of the rabble we get when the show's actually going live, and I wouldn't want it, you guys to end up the same way, so don't, just don't Google it. So i tell you what might be a good idea, actually. I'm just going to look now at our producer. Feel free to speak loudly off mic. Um, what would you say is the average length of one of our hometown podcasts? Between 30 and 35 minutes. Okay, so I would suggest maybe at around about 21, 22 minutes then today. Yep. Possibly could be an idea not to listen to the rest of the episode. What in what way though? What do you mean? Well, like? then they wouldn't hear about these are grown. These are grown adults. They can make their own decisions. I know. Listen, listen to I it know. by all means. But I know. Don't but, Google it. <laughs> I know, but you get you gave that warning. To grown adults who are listening live, and they chose not to heed it. But they're—I don't want to slag them off, right? But I think the podcast lot are a, are a higher grade crowd. These are these are these are proper discerning uh, connoisseurs okay. of audio. Do you know what I mean? I think they're they're better than that. Fair enough. All right. Well, look, I've speculated as to when it might be. If Feel we, free to listen. But on. if we start getting, you know, tweets of it of a picture of it later on, we know what's happened. Yes, definitely. And I don't want to be getting tweets later on because I'll be eating dinner at home. <laughs> Don't do it. Right, it's the show. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, every little helps. The Hometime Show on a Wednesday with Bush and Richie. Through the power of a technology that neither of us understand, you can choose the decade of the music you listen to the show whilst it's on with. It doesn't make any sense, but neither, it doesn't in terms of the tech for me and him. <laughs> Just enjoy it. Uh, we left you with a cliff, a hell of a cliffhanger at the tail end of yesterday's show. Uh, Richie was on his way to a sporting lunch and was asking for your advice as to what to wear. Yes, I'm a bit of a fish out of water when it comes to posh luncheons. It's not my, uh, it's not my normal scene. Uh, this was taking place uh, very much, I think I referred yesterday, up the top end of the Monopoly board in London. Yes. In Mayfair. I think as I stand in front of you right now, dressed pretty much head to toe by Marks and Spencers. You've got a jet black smart shirt on. And let's have, have a look under the table. Well, under the ch- uh, table, I've gone safe. I've gone chinos. I think for gentlemen, if you're unsure, if you're unsure of the dress code, I think chinos are always safe. I would describe your look as Oswald Mosley's day off. <laughs> right, OK. Dark top matched up with uh, a light pair of uh, chinos. Yeah. And, and some nice brown shoes as well. Such is the uh, regularity with uh, when I dress up that uh, this outfit got put on this morning and then I had to get, find the lint roller. It was, <laughs> it was all so dusty. Going through about like about four different rolls of lint roller just to get myself uh, acceptable. How unglamorous. How, and, and you got obviously to uh, hang out. Were you hanging out with Tony Adams? Was he... I sat three, uh, sat three chairs away from him. Did you, like, because we've talked about this on the show before, meeting your idols and then just not getting your words out properly. Did you have a chat with Tony, Tony I Adams? Did, I did have a chat with Tony Adams. It went fine. I didn't disgrace myself with Tony. I'm obviously a massive gooner. I was talking slower than I would as a broadcaster because I'm thinking, I really don't want this to go wrong. Yeah. You know? Make sure Tony understands. Just slow things down a little <laughs> yeah. bit. The audience, they're forgiving, but Tony, this has got to go well. So the dress code's gone well. The Brilliant. stuff with Tony's gone well. But 
I did absolutely let myself down when I introduced myself to someone. I wish the ground had opened me up. I will tell you about it next. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Bush and Richie here with the Hometime Show. The official radio show of going home on a Wednesday afternoon, and it's just gone quarter past four. So I've been to this, uh, I've been to this, uh, this sporting lunch uh, in central London. It's this, this place called the London Sporting Club. They, they get together, uh, they have speakers, they raise money for charity. It was, it was a good lunch, and uh, I, I was taken along by my mate Peter, okay. who also had a couple of other friends coming with him and uh, he introduced me to one of them said this is uh, this is Simon this is Richie and all this kind of thing Peter goes off to the bar so start having a little bit of little bit of small talk with various other people and then I turn around to this Simon and said so so how do you uh, how do you know Peter and uh, Simon Chap goes, well, he's into his rugby, isn't he? I went, oh, cool, you you, uh, you into your rugby? <laughs> At which point, sort of, uh, Peter comes back and he goes, come on, boys, let's, let's go through and we'll go and sit down. And he's like, um, I was like, OK, cool, cool, like this. And then I found out who this bloke was, who never actually fully got to answer my question, are you into your rugby? He, he's called <laughs> Simon Shaw. He's played 306 times for Wasps. Oh, no. He's got 71 England caps. <laughs> he's played in two World Cups for England oh. and three Lions tours. And I've just gone... You into your rugby? Into your rugby? I, d- I, I, I couldn't <laughs> look at the guy for the rest of the lunch. I absolutely mortified. Just you can, you never get the chance to get back a first introduction, do you? Why well, is he the guy that's on the far left of the photo that you've had taken? <laughs> yeah, because I mean, he's like how how tall is he? Well, his Wikipedia says um, two point zero three meters. Six foot eight. I mean, he could throw me. Yeah, he looked. He looked. He <laughs> could, I could see him down the end of the street, and he would look like a rugby player. He could throw me, and I think there was a point earlier when he wanted to. <laughs> he wanted to. Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, which recommended mobile provider for nine years running. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. I think I've got another money making scheme for uh, for us for the uh, for the home time productions. Fantastic. We're already uh, I don't know, cashing in on the tea towels, just the tip of the iceberg. Aftershave. Well, to be quite frank, could be a perfume as well. It's just a scent. The fragrance market. The fragrance market. New car. All right. Why have none of the big fragrance houses <laughs> of the world yet to release a scent that is of New car. It's a lovely. What is that smell? Is it? Is it just new upholstery? I've think? been trying to work it out today because I have taken delivery of a new car today. God, I tell you what, you're on the road. <laughs> you are, mate. You're at the Rotary Club, new car. It's on finance, mate. It's nothing fancy. <laughs> all right, but I mean that smell. Seriously, like oh, yeah. out the showroom, there it is something like twelve miles on the clock. Don't know where they've done that. It's meant to be new, but anyway. Yeah. Um, that smell is just... It, nothing beats it. Nothing beats it. It is a beautiful smell. It's, it, it, it's weird, though, how quickly that smell completely disappears. Well, it's the moment the kids get in, isn't it? Exactly, they ruin it. Yeah. Sat in the back ruining it. But I would happily wear that as a scent. If they could... <laughs> no, seriously, if they could... I, I don't think you'll find any... It might not be someone's favourite smell, but... Yeah. New smell. No-one's going to argue it's not... New car smells. No-one's going to argue it's a bad smell. So I think you'd find there are plenty of other people who would happily wear that as a scent. Yeah. Get out in the morning, get dressed, dab on new car, yeah, or voiture nouveau might sound a little bit better. Golf for men, golf for men, golf very men. good. Sorry, there you go. Um, I think this could be a scent in terms of cracking smells. Tarmac, I'd happily wear a tarmac smell. I love the smell of tarmac. Yeah. I, always, I feel I don't know if there's any scientific basis to this, but no, 
Is it right that if you smell tarmac when it's still molten, it's good for your lungs, or is that something out of medieval like times or like Victorian times? Do well, do you know what? We've got two songs coming up. We've got time to be corrected or confirmed on that one. So maybe or maybe not will align that with some form of medicinal thing <laughs> if it becomes a, a fragrance. I also like the smell of stationery shops. What do they smell of? I don't know. They smell of kind of crisp new. The binding of books, I guess. Yeah, that yeah. kind of smell of the binding so you'd of books. So wear that as well. I'd happily wear any of them. Okay, here's a question because we're looking at entering the the scent market. Eight twelve fifteen to text us. What's your favourite smell, and is it one that could go into a fragrance to wear? They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. I mean, I know we're only just getting to meet some of the people from some of these decade stations, but if this goes well for us, this might just be one week. I think it, I think it could <laughs> if be, If this yeah. takes off, mate. Bad news for the boss. He's got to sort something else out, but there we go. Uh, so... I'm reckoning, and Bush is in agreement, that there is some market in sm- in actually selling com- some kind of odour that is of new car. Yeah, o- odour's not the phrase that I'd probably go for <laughs> when, right. we're, when we're pitching it. <laughs> Sorry, fragrance. <laughs> fragrance. However, I was just suggesting that I might, one of my favourite smells is tarmac. Uh, Jill in Leeds says, I used to work somewhere that distilled tar uh, into a pitch for use on roads. I used to regularly go home smelling of tar. It was a surefire way of getting a seat to myself on the bus. Well, now you were saying hmm. that it has health benefits. I... I, I, I <laughs> I'm sure I've read somewhere if you smell molten tar, it's good for you. It says here, if you smell odours from an asphalt plant, they're not necessarily at levels that would cause adverse health effects. Many of the highly odorous chemicals in asphalt fumes can be smelled at levels below those expected to cause harmful effects. See, see that on a poster's not going to do us any favours with the fragrance. It's, it's not selling it, is it? It's not going Whether to help, it's odour it? or fragrance. Uh, Anne says, I love the smell of suntan lotion. It reminds me of holidays. Uh, I definitely have that in some form of a, a fragrance, she says. Uh, Shane in Wolverhampton says two-stroke engine exhaust might be a slightly tougher smell, but it's the one that he, the one he likes. I'm not sure going to go for that one either. <laughs> no. It's not going to work. Bryony, what is it for you? When I was pregnant, the smell of a new can of tennis balls was amazing. <laughs> the smell of a new can of tennis balls. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird, you do open them up like you, you are opening like a lager from the 80s because with the ring pull. It, it kind of pops, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. yeah, you have to, you have to get the more expensive ones to be on the ring pull, but they do smell good. So, Bryony, that was when you were pregnant, but if you walk past, like, you know, a gentleman in a bar right now and, uh, you know, you, you caught the whiff of tennis ball off of his neck, how does that make you feel? It's quite good. I'm not on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Would you buy off of us a brand new fragrance that is of new car? Uh, sadly, Joe tweets us to say we've been beaten to it. What? Yeah. This is our backup career going on here. I, I, well, we might have to stick with the radio. Bad Le- news Le- for everyone. leona has got a deck in and that. I know. This, is, this was going to be it for us. Uh, there is a new car fragrance out already, um, and it is €20 Euros for 30 mils. So it's about 17 quid a pop. That's not bad, though, is it? It's a good price. It's, good, it's a good price, and they're making decent money, because I bet that flies off the shelf. I bet it does, doesn't it? Yeah. Damn, someone's got there first. Yeah. However, we do have your brilliant ideas that are coming in, in terms of stuff that would make a great scent. Aid in London's done his own advert. He says, for her, frying onions in butter. For him, the smell of an empty pub, first thing. <laughs> I love those two fragrances. Uh, Dave's is quite niche. Uh, says, for me, it's the fragrance of a Maltesers box when empty. 
that would that for me would be a couple with quite bad sadness. It would be the sadness that you've got no more teasers. I might have to go out and buy a box <laughs> and empty it just to find out what he's on about. You do it for the show, yeah, Rich. You do it for the show. Yeah. Uh, the team at Leaping Hair Design have tweeted to say uh, the smell of horse is sublime. Most horse owners will tell you it should be made into a perfume. I'll have to go and get a horse while I'm at it. So horse box and Maltesers, let's make a list. We've got Chris on the line. Chris, what smell would you like to see made into a fragrance? Petrol and sage and stuffing. As a combination? <laughs> Not together, no. <laughs> so you reckon if they were to put out a, uh, a fragrance of sage and onion stuffing, you'd definitely buy that? Definitely, 100%. Yeah. It's better Christmas Day every day. It Wouldn't it be? It Wouldn't yeah. it be? That'd be just so nice. It makes you hungry even thinking about it, doesn't it, Chris? <laughs> it does. It's got to be pre-oven, Mercedes and stuff in there. Pre-oven. There's two ranges there. <laughs> <laughs> Three and both. He's always looking for that little monetary wrinkle, is that, Oh, big time. Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. So look, my friend Mark has gone viral this week on Reddit. You know the website Reddit? Yes, I'm aware of it, yes. I yeah. don't really know what it does, but like, it, the, the, you can post stuff up on there and people can like it and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and he went viral about how he's been deceiving his youngest daughter in a joke that's kind of spiralled out of control. Let me explain. Uh, he's been taking his daughter to the same park on a regular basis, as you do as a dad, you know, for them to play on the swings and stuff like that. It's in South London, uh, but it's got a big old electric pylon in the background right yep. uh, but Mark as a joke uh, has always told his youngest daughter that they were in Paris <laughs> because uh, that the pylon is the Eiffel Tower that we're in Paris so she's going to believe this but she's got to four years of age and he's right. now had to break the news to her that they haven't been visiting Paris every single weekend <laughs> uh, and he's posted it up on Reddit and it's got like 40,000 people have wow. kind of got involved with this kind of thing wow. and it proves that it's out there that parents do lie to their kids about various things sometimes as a bit of a joke sometimes because they don't want to deal with certain situations and I thought this is a great forum to explore this question what did your parents lie to you about. That's incredible. Have you never been lied to? Have had any kind of like wall pulled over your eyes about stuff? My, my mum regularly used to do the pretend phone the boarding school trick on me and my brother if we were playing up. She, I, I remember sitting on the hall in the hallway with my brother after we'd been mucking around and she was pretending to have a, fo- a conversation on the landline with the boarding school. I had a reverse lie. It, 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 is, it was a lie, but it was to protect me, I guess. Oh, like I a played, nice lie. I played a, a, a particularly bad game of cricket for the school once. Yeah. You don't need to know much about cricket <laughs> to realise that it was so bad that I kept on bowling wide after wide after wide, about, yeah. about eight in a row. And the PE teacher, who was like umpiring the game, goes, um, why don't you just... Uh, Finish the over-under arm, son, if you want. <laughs> Which was just, just mortifying. That, I guess that's a no-no in top-level cricket. It was very much, yeah. Very much. Very much so. I came home and um, Dad was like, uh, how did the cricket go today? I went, oh, it's all right. You know, we'd, uh, you know we, we didn't win, but uh, so be it. And I uh, said, uh, "Did you know, shame you couldn't make it down. He had made it down. <sighs> He'd, he'd watched through a hedge. <laughs> and I found out about four years later, when I was a bit more grown up, that he couldn't bring himself to talk to me about it because he said it was one of the most embarrassing experiences ever. That is, that's so bad, isn't it? Regress that a bit and that's really bad. I think if he'd have disowned me, I'd have, I'd have been all right about it. <laughs> well, listen, we're just going to sit Richie down and get him a glass of water. It's going to be OK. What have your parents lied to you about? 8, 12, 15, spill the beans. Absolute Radio.
The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Wake up to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show. You drive home with Bush and I. You lot do not know how lucky you are. Oh, yes. It's home time. It's Bush and Richie. It's Absolute Radio. Uh, we're asking you tonight, what did your parents lie to you about after my friend Mark went viral because he told his youngest daughter that they were going to Paris every weekend? They weren't. They were just going to their local park, which had a big electricity pile on. Uh, she's four now and he's had to explain the lot. What did your parents lie to you about? Uh, my surname is Roberts. I convinced my six and four year old kids that Julia Roberts was my first cousin when Pretty Woman was a hit. Oh, <laughs> finding out that must be brutal. Uh, Mick and Leyland says, My mum told me that as soon as she turned the bedroom light off at night, the floor disappeared. Uh, miracle that you ever slept at night. Uh, yes. Tom from Peterborough, my old man, told me once that rice were ants' eggs. Must have been about eight. Why would you do that? Didn't eat rice for about 20 years. That gave you head, wouldn't it? And you'd missed out on risottos for years. I know, ants' eggs. Yeah. And uh, this one is, is I tricked my kids into thinking vinegar was made from, made from pig sweat. <laughs> they produce it by running pigs, like, on little treadmills. In fairness, vinegar stinks. It does stink, I doesn't it? I couldn't believe that as a kid. 8, 12, 15, what did your parents an adult. lie to you about? Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, putting you first with award-winning customer service. Tesco Mobile, every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. Paul Reese in Newquay says, when I was a small kid, my dad told me he got shot in the leg when he was a cowboy. <laughs> but when I got older, I actually realised he'd fallen off his motorbike and the gear lever had gone through his leg. <laughs> Why'd you even make that up? <laughs> 8, 12, 15 to Texas. John in Littlehampton has, has texted him with a story. Actually, I, I, I don't approve of this because we've got parental eyes. Yeah. John's, John's mum has brought someone else into this. Hello. All right, hear this. Mum brought vitamin C tab- uh, tablets and told me they were to stop me from being sick. She even wow. got the pharmacist to print a label for the bottle. That is unbelievable. So the pharmacist is having to put on some kind of hooky label just to go along with John's mum's lie. I mean, literally, you could see that pharmacist, you know, cuffed, being put into a police Struck cuff. off. Um, we've had murder trying to get our eldest to take vitamin C tablets, so I'll say, <laughs> don't, don't take him, you'll be thrown up all night. <laughs> Dan Pryor says that, uh, I've been told by my parents that if you ring a, a bell on a bus twice or more in one go, it's a signal to the driver to ignore the first bell as you don't want to alight at the next stop after all. <laughs> Love it. That's great. Uh, right, Sarah, you've got... Got a, you've got a good one. Tell us what it is. Well, basically, because um, whenever we've been on holiday in Wales or on a day out, um, whenever you go near like a rocky bit or a cliff bit, it'll say danger, pergles. And we always say to the kids, you know, like, oh, watch out, the pergles might get you if you go near the edge and stuff. And So what is a what it. is a pergle? It's just a Welsh word, because obviously all the, all the signs in Wales have the Welsh as well as the English. Oh, right. What does it mean then, pergle? It just means, it means danger. Oh, getcha. Right, it's just danger, so Pergil. Pergil, and then... But we, the kids now believe it's a, a Welsh creature that, that lives in the rocks. <laughs> That's amazing. A Welsh creature that lives in the rocks. What a lovely nightmare that you've created for them. <laughs> well, we went camping in the summer in Wales, and uh, my eight-year-old went out with a torch around the campsite looking for Pergil. <laughs> 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 Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. I got told that all uh, haggis was was an animal in Scotland that ran around on the top of mountains, but it had two legs longer on one side so it could deal with the steep tops of mountains. That's a fantastic lie. It's Tim in Peterborough. I almost want to draw it as a creature. <laughs> so it's got littler legs up the front because it's all on one side because we can one walk side, down the side of mountains. Shorter legs than it's on mountains, yeah. Yeah, the haggis. Uh, Callie in Telford says, I told my godson that coconuts are bare eggs. 
Sandra Hicklin in Rotherham says, when I was five, I asked about my dad's bald patch. He said a cannonball skimmed his head in the army and burnt his hair. That's incredible. <laughs> what a great one. Uh, Emma from Norwich says, I've always told my kids that peanut butter is made by the jungle women chewing up the nuts and spitting it back into the jars. I hate peanut butter so much, my oldest is 20 and still doesn't touch it. Wow. That is awesome. Uh, Suzanne, what is the lie that you've told? Oh, I told my son, um, you know, he's like, oh, mum, can I have this? You know, no, no, you can't have that. He's like, why? Well, it's elephant's leg. And yeah, completely and utterly convinced that Donna Kebab was elephant's leg. Because <laughs> oh. I guess it does kind of, from the outside, look a little bit like an elephant's leg. Yeah, well, you know, being a good parent, promoting healthy eating, all that kind of thing. What I wasn't banking on was the fact that he was so stupid that he believed it till he was about 15. <laughs> You've done him a favour, though, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, but not if he only rumbles it on, a, like, a, you know, out with his mates. <laughs> Imagine after a few ales. <laughs> not when he's 15. <laughs> oh, yeah, good point, good point. I'm 28 now. Sorry, that's Devon life for you coming through there. <laughs> If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. This is Absolute Radio. Day three of this show being broadcast across all the Absolute Radio Decade stations. It's new to us, it's new to you. Hi to anyone who's a new listener, a newbie or whatever. Hope you're enjoying it so far and you're enjoying the choice of all the different kind of music you can listen There's to. There's not quite been the placades and pitchforks outside that I thought there would be just yet. Give them time. Give them time, Richie. <laughs> yeah, just getting the postcode. But Richie, a little bit like on Tomorrow's World, do you have the, the ability to take us around some of the music? I'm going to take us on to? a... Uh, a rapid fire spin around the decades so you get Bush and I wherever but of course in Absolute Radio 60s you could have the likes of The Who you could flirt with Absolute Radio 70s and have some Queen have or the Queen of Pop on Madonna on uh, Absolute 80s bit of Madonna uh, Nirvana on Absolute Radio 90s bit of a different feel Arctic Monkeys on Absolute Radio Noughties. Some Aerosmith on Absolute Classic Rock. And our favourite George Ezra on Absolute Radio. Choose from any of those. Wherever you are, you will get me and him. Why don't you download the Absolute Radio app right now for free from your app store. Give us a spin. podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. If you're eating your tea right now, you might want to turn the radio off for around about 90 seconds. Not many times that we advise you to turn it off, but I'm aware that what I'm about to talk about is touch grim. It does need, it does need a tiny little warning. I little think. caveat. Little, little caveat. caveat. Uh, so um, they, they, they advise you these days, and quite rightly so, that if you see your skin or your body changing in any way, shape or form, you should go and uh, you know go to the doctors about it. Yes. <laughs> so on my face, on my face, but tucked away inside my tash so it's not that obvious. A little spot has been brewing and I just can't get rid of it. And I'm like, what is this all about? It, at first, obviously, we have, you know, see Richie on a daily basis. It, it was just like a neighbour poking his head over a fence or, or a hedge to have a little look at you. Do you know yeah, what I mean? It was yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. Did a little imposter popping up there, but yeah. it, it got bigger and bigger. I even asked you about it. I said, can you see this? I just can't get rid of this little fella. So I went to the doctors about it. I'd never heard of this before. She said, oh, that's a keratin horn, that is. Keratin horn? I'm growing a horn. Um, that is unbelievable. Isn't that incredible. That is incredible. So, uh, so yeah. So it says it's going to drop off in about a week's time. I can't wait because I'm going to keep it. 
What? It's the first horn I've ever grown. Oh, my. Well, you're going to keep the I'm thing. Gonna, Why I'm would gonna, you do that? I'm gonna, because it's so unique. How many How many of your mates have got a keratin horn? I don't know anyone with a keratin. You're the first person I've met with a keratin horn. Apparently, we all produce keratin. I think it's in our hair. I, I, I walk past an advert outside of hairdressers every day they come into work and they've got a special, like, keratin wash they can do. I had do, to yeah. look it up. I thought it was something that was in aviation fuel, but it's not, <laughs> apparently. Um, and, uh, yeah, we all do it. And I've had, like, a little er- eruption in me tash. Can I just... So- Ads, do not whatever you do, Google keratin horn. I know you're going to do it now. <laughs> They're going to do it. Don't do it. There's images that is not what is it's my face. It, right? it might ruin not just this evening, not just your tea, but maybe the rest of your life. However, <laughs> it's an interesting point. Things that uh, are disgusting, but you love doing them. Yeah, I regardless. mean, I, 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 I can't wait for it to fall off because I'm going to keep it. There, <laughs> mu- there, there must be. Incidentally, I know that's disgusting. When but... is this going to be brought out? Like, if you keep it, what are you doing with it? In, it's going to do it. Put it in a little pot. Pickle it in a jar or something. Unbelievable. Oh, little Tupperware oh, or something. Let's get let's get the text numbers out. Eight twelve fifteen. Disgusting things. You know they're disgusting, but you just love doing it. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. How's it going? You're listening to Hometime with Bush and Richie. It's a Wednesday night. My Twitter timeline is full of you lot <laughs> sending me keratin horns. Oh, what I did, I just sent out a tweet saying, <laughs> Richie's just admitted he's got a keratin horn growing in his beard. Yes. Take one bit of Wednesday night advice, don't Google it. And what have they done? I'm literally <laughs> scrolling through, old lady, keratin horn on the top of her head. Old fella, spiky horn... On the top of his head as well. Uh, to, to clarify, that's not what I look like. All right, it's, it's going to it's going <laughs> to drop off. Uh, Paul says, I believe a rhino might have a keratin horn, and he adds, finally, the position of the lighthouse on the home time tea towel makes perfect sense. <laughs> We'll come back to the home time tea towel. But yes, there is uh, there is indeed a lighthouse uh, popping out of my head. It, thankfully to Paul, it's now looking like a keratin horn. It looks like something else. Yeah, disaster averted. <laughs> we, did, we did ask you if there was uh, anything particularly grim that, um, if you're honest about it, you quite like doing it. AJ in Tangmere says... <laughs> I love I love squeezing my boyfriend's back spots. Oh, some people are obsessed with that. Some people are absolutely they watch videos of it on YouTube and all that kind of thing. I as wouldn't well. even know if I got to spot me back. I wouldn't even want to go anywhere near someone else. What's the point? Why, why would you worry about it? It squeezes your back. It's around your back. It's not a problem at all. Yeah. I have to admit, in later life, I have got into a bit of nail biting. Was never a nail biter as a kid. Now there's nothing better than a bit of nail biting if you've just got out of a, a warm shower or a hot bath. Have a good, good old tuck in when you're watching the telly. You know, a while back we said switch off for night. Seconds, then yeah. you can <laughs> just turn back on. Yeah, like, we might have to do that a bit longer. Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, which recommended mobile provider for nine years running. Tesco Mobile, every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. One thing, if you're new to this show, it's full disclosure at all times. It is. It's it's an educate. It's infotainment. It is infotainment. Quite often, more info than tainment. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, so that's what I got told. The doctor said it got growing in my face. It's going to fall off in about a week's time. I'm going to keep it. I'm getting a lot of people who are sending me photos on my particular time. I don't know why I'm getting singled out for this. They're sending me pictures they found on the internet. Also, equal amount of people who are asking to see it. Ben says, get a photo of it, Bush. Amanda says, picture or it never happened. No, look, no one actually wants to see a picture of this. Well, I reckon they do. I, I think, that, again, starting with what we were saying about being, people like loving or being drawn towards stuff that's a bit gross... It, this kind of uh, these tweets we're getting in proves that there is a market for it. It's so small they won't see it. Maybe put it to a little vote. <laughs> All right, okay. If you want to see Richie's, I never thought this would be a phone. <laughs> if you want to see Richie, we'll post out a little photo of it. If you want to see Richie's keratin horn, 
<laughs> what, what can they text to 8, 12, 15? Horn or not horn. Horn or not horn, go. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Hometime with Bush and Ritchie, making the middle of the week great again through the power of good music. It's just gone half six. It's good to have you on board. Uh, we are three days into this show being across all of the Absolute Radio stations. Uh, never let it be said that we're running out of material already, but we spent 33 minutes on my keratin horn. Um, <laughs> the texts are flooding in. I horn, know. Horn, 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 horn definitely, not horn. Um, and one saying, I want to see the horn with an emoji of a unicorn as well. So, Should we clarify what a keratin horn is if someone's just turned on? It's, well, well look, it's, it's Saz has just texted saying keratin makes up, nail, uh, makes up hair, nails, and actually the horns of a rhino. So oh. maybe my body is trying to turn me into a, a big muscly rhino. I'll take that. It's, it's just something that's grown in me moustache. It's going to go. It's just, you know, obviously hairs are there yeah. and a few of them have got together and thought, oh, let's all grow together. Uh, Hell's Bell says, OMG, it is one of the most fascinating vile things I've ever seen. Bush, did you get to touch it? I, Don't, haven't, I haven't touched it. Yeah, he's not touching my face. Don't Google it. Um, such has been the pressure. I feel like we've lost control of this show today. It, it, so there is now a picture that you can see on Absolute Radio's Twitter of my face, and it's been gridded up. Like, like battleships. Like battleships for you to try and guess where the horn is. Good luck, there's no prize. Uh, Graham says B2, keep your guesses coming in, <laughs> see if you can spot it. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast, we told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Oh, I don't know who it is who invented Twitter, but I, I'm sure they did not invent it uh, to have a, a gridded picture of me uh, and for listeners to a radio station to be getting in touch, trying to guess which which square on my face has got a keratin horn growing out of it. It's my favourite game of Battleship so far. <laughs> have, a, have a look at the photo, have a proper close look at Richie's face. Can you spot the horn? Sadly, at least three people have. Really? I've yeah, I've, so I've seen th three squares correctly guessed. I hate it. Watch this space. More about it in a minute. Uh, in other news, no. uh, the Hometime Tea Towel launched this week. We've Which I'm glad has gone to press after I got a horn. I, I, exactly. Although someone did say that the positioning of the lighthouse just above your head yeah, all right. does make sense now. <laughs> However, so this is our bit of show merch for 2019. You'll be able to win them soon. We had a couple of questions about what, will the podcast listeners be able to win them. Of course they will. We love those guys as well. We'll make sure we'll sort you out and look after However, inadvertently, our hometown tea towel has sparked a kind of radio war with our colleague uh, at Absolute Radio, Leona Graham. Yeah. Uh, she's not impressed with the way that she's been depicted in the design of the tea towel. She looks a little bit like Oscar Wilde. <laughs> Uh, and she promised us an escalation on... She said last night there would be an escalation. She did. We tried to defuse the situation. Obviously, that didn't work because later on, once again, social media, she places a picture of, um, unbelievably... Unbelievable. The hometime tea towel wrapped around her loo roll holder. Yes. And you know what you know what that's saying, pretty much. I mean, that up there, that's up there with burning a flag, isn't it? Is, is it ever? It yeah. really has. So yeah. it's taking things to the next level. I mean, we have now got to the stage diplomatically with Leona where we have no contact. There's no <laughs> diplomatic liaison between this show, which is probably the best. So we don't want this thing to spiral into some kind of arms race. And we would ask you, as, as home-time listeners, if you hear Leona on air making any disparaging remarks about our tea towel, we have a legal team waiting. Thank you. Please report at 8, 12, 15. Absolute Radio. They are 
ask for a podcast, we told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Well, if they're still listening by this point, they've heard it. It's all out the bag now, isn't it? Now you know. Yeah. Now you know Richie's got a keratin horn. Yeah. Have a great tea, if you're going to have your tea after this. If you're going to be, if you're going to be like an animal, a, a rhino's a good one. Yeah, it, you've got the same thing as a rhino. Thank you. That's good. Um, when's it going to drop off then, do you reckon? Well, she's... You have a sweepstake. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor said within a week. Really? Doctor said within a week. I don't feel it's loosening yet. Okay. Do you want to touch it? I don't. Do you, I really don't want to touch it. But I'm more than happy to put a bet on when it's going to fall off. Maybe tomorrow's show, watch this space, sweepstake. Thank you for listening. The podcast is done. We hope you found it a lot of fun. Of course it won't be for everyone. So they can stick it up their bum. Thank you for listening. The podcast is done. We hope you found it a lot of fun. Of course it won't be for everyone. So stick it up your bum.